Hey guys, Steven from Third Wheel here, and I'm just giving you a viewer discretion notice as today we'll be talking about uh, heavy topics as depression and mental health as a whole. Um, so uh, just be yeah, a viewer discretion, and if you are going through anything and you are dealing with mental health issues, uh, or you know someone that is dealing with mental health issues, um, it's very important to stay on top of that and take care of your mental health as well as your physical health. Um, and today we don't really go over ways as far as like ways to reach out and like different therapy stuff, but we do go over um, our own situations and problems that we face with on the daily. So viewer discretion is advised and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the third wheel podcast. Um, it's, you know, it's Grace and Steven and Brandon. Say hi, guys. Hey. How's it going? Cool. As you can tell based off of the timestamp on this video, this is, I guess, what you can call just like a mini episode in between. Not not quite a filler or a, uh, what, what, what did we call them? Intermission. Interlude. Yeah. interlude. Yeah. It's, not, it's not really an interlude episode. This is more just, um, well, I guess... It is it's kind of. It's a mini <laughs> interlude, but this is essentially, our arc. <laughs> this is the interlude to the interlude. <laughs> but essentially, the reason we're having this is because, as you may or may not have noticed, there was not an episode posted last week, and all of us are fine. Nothing, nothing major has happened that you know prevented that. Probably my own laziness, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode might have like a more serious tone to it. Um, I mean, I seriously doubt that we'll go more than like five minutes without making a joke, though. So don't don't expect to be completely depressed. It's, um, it's really hard to not. <laughs> it's, you know, it's in our nature to be very uplifting and make light of like kind of some darker situations. So don't think we're heartless. It's just the way we are naturally. Um, I think overall, vaguely, I just really wanted to talk about mental health. And for that reason is just because personally myself, I've realized that my mental health has not been that great lately between school and working full time and not really having much of a social life, which it doesn't sound like it because of all my weird stories. And the fact that I do a <laughs> podcast is very like counterintuitive to what I'm saying. But um, I think that it's just like really important that we acknowledge how we're feeling even if it's not necessarily how we're presenting ourselves to friends or strangers on the internet in this case yeah. <laughs> um but um i would like to preface this by saying i am i am fine uh you know i am not like a danger to myself or other people around me um it is not anything serious of that nature personally i've just been <clears throat> sad. So... <laughs> yeah, so, um, like I said, uh, I think a lot of my life has just been kind of claustrophobic. I don't know. It feels like a lot of aspects of my life are kind of condensed in with very little time for, you know, free, free downtime, whatever you want to call it, free time, downtime. Um, a, a rough outline of my day is, uh, not, not including the day we record the podcast, a rough outline of my day is I get up at six in the morning, 
and you know get ready eat if i have time and then i leave by 6 55 every single day and then i'm at work for eight hours at least <clears throat> eight i think eight and a half hours because i leave around four o'clock in the afternoon and then i come back and there's very heavy traffic because i commute to work so that's about 30 to 40 minutes depending on the day since i work in downtown sacramento and yeah so i get home around uh about 4 30 4 40 <clears throat> and then i have to do homework which can take anywhere from 10 minutes to seven hours because um i procrastinate on stats homework a lot so <laughs> you know it just really mm -hmm. depends and then that's it. I and then by the time I get done with homework, it's usually like 6:37 and I'm so mentally and physically drained from my job and school that I don't have energy to do anything, you know. And so other other than podcast, I don't I don't do a lot and then I also pass out early around like 8:30, 9:30. So as as a whole, having such like a repetitive schedule of feeling like I'm not having enough time for myself because although I do enjoy my job and I don't want anybody to think that like education is not something I enjoy, it is, but it's also important to realize that it is a very burdensome and thankless job. Um, and so as much as I love my kids, they are not at that point where they realize I am a human being with needs and I need to be acknowledged and validated in the same way that I am trying to give them, but they cannot give that to me because they're six. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're six. So, you know, I am constantly caring for others in the nature of my job. And, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call schoolwork like self-care. So I feel like um, in the last few months that it's really been building up as we get to the end of the year towards summer, um with uh, a kindergarten promotion and with finals coming up it was very um present that uh just discontent was growing for lack of a better word so i really needed what little downtime i had to just be for me um even when i was trying to come up with the topic because i was the third wheel in our last episode when i was trying to come up with the topic even using my free time to think of something for you know other people i do do this for me but you know obviously this content is also for you the listeners and so having any part of my free time my very limited free time being spent on other people when that's already what i spend a majority of my day doing focusing on other people that just seemed so very hard and such like an unrealistic goal at the time so i would like to just say thank you to all of our listeners because i do care and for your patience in getting through this because i know you know navigating mental health and navigating other people's is very difficult so overall i just want to say thank you to our listeners and thank you to steven for uh being so understanding when i kept saying later later, <laughs> later. <laughs> but um uh how are you guys doing i also want to take it and i want to take this time to check in and see how you guys are doing as well that way our listeners also have an idea of kind of how we're all doing and 
you know, kind of as we're approaching summertime and finals and stuff like that, how are you guys doing? Well, uh, we're also entering into finals as well, and it would be really just, it would just be the false information to say that this year has been easy. Uh, yeah. Even though, like, uh, my, my schedule has granted me, like, multiple days off, uh, and some of my classes have granted me the ability to not have to be in person, I also commute to school, so, like, that is kind of a drain. Uh, but, like, uh, since most of my classes have been able to be like, hey, you don't technically have to be here, and other classes have required me to be there, it, it hasn't been the most stressful as far as, like, scheduling. But the difference between um, finishing your general ed education and moving into your more field-related work comes so fast towards the end of the last, like your second semester in your second year. It comes really quickly, and that definitely hit a lot harder than I thought it would. Um, but I, yeah, so like this year wasn't necessarily easy, but it's not... I guess it's not too terribly bad that I'm super, super upset and stressing out about it. Definitely stressed out way more last year. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's going. It, it's, it's going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, that's a fair way to describe it. It's going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I, for me, this semester's been weird because I've had a class that I really enjoy doing and another class which I just makes me not happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as a computer science engineering major, we're required to take uh, an electrical engineering class for circuits, and that has been interesting. Um, I've been told, like, going in, like, my freshman year going in, like, our uh, university, like, required us to go to, like, one tutoring session to kind of check that out, see how that was. The guy who tutored me, I just chose to do it for, like, a, a computer engineering class where we were doing with uh, just kind of, like, Boolean equation circuit stuff. And uh, he, he told me that uh, it's weird because, uh, yeah, computer science engineers have problems with, like, the circuit stuff, but it's, like, you know, programming, whatever is fine. And then, like, the electrical engineering majors, you know, great with circuits and stuff like that. But then when they're introduced to, like, programming, like, whatever board they're doing, like, they struggle with that. Oh, yeah, no, I see, I definitely see what he's talking about. <laughs> you can, you can see the, the flip. It's like that thing where it's like, if you're really good at math, you're not going to be good at English or vice versa. It's yeah. just like people who are good at English, uh, just statistically are like, just not as good at math. And, you know, I abide by that statement because I mm. hate English so much. Yeah. And yeah. that's why computer science is relatively easy. And also, I thought going into circuits, it would be fine, purely because of the fact that, like, you can't really get with the, you can't really get too advanced with circuitry as far as, like, what the math looks like, right? The, the Well, I guess what the equations look like. The equations are always going to be the same, and everything is going to be with it. And, like, it's no different, really, than just normal physics. It just has an emphasis. But it's like, with every single thing, with every single circuit, there's a different problem to it there's a different thing to it which requires you to add something else to this function or yeah. because like 
one of the things that you do is like the sum of everything and you need to know what all those different factors are and all this other crap. It's no different than like a normal physics problem. It's just something else about the entirety of the class is just not there. <laughs> Missing pieces somewhere that we just can't seem to grasp because you'll understand something, you'll work through it. This is the class that I've studied the most for out of any class I've taken ever. I went through high school, middle school, elementary, not having to like study. I just was able to retain information and know it and get it done. And I've been able to do that somewhat through college as well. I focused a little bit here and there because this stuff is a lot newer than what I learned in school. I, I figured that a lot of stuff in high school and in elementary was just kind of repetitive in a sense. So I was able to just kind of like look at it, know it, and just make the connections. But you kind of can't do that when you're starting to learn new things and new principles and all this other stuff. And circuits was one of the things that I was just like, oh, I know how to do that. I know how to do power, like calculate power, voltage, all that stuff. I played around with this stuff as a kid and like blew up batteries because it was fun. Um, <laughs> but, but like I go into circuits and then all of a sudden it's like I have a stick in a rock and I'm trying to make a car out of it. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> well, yeah, another thing too is, is that I think it's just hard. Like if this was the only class we had to take or whatever. I don't think it would be that bad, but just this class and then on top of like all the other all of our other classes, that's just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to like make time for it. Well, you also have to make time for like all your others kind of not so like easy classes yeah. and stuff like that. I wouldn't say that this year has been the hardest year that I've taken, but it's it's definitely it's definitely up there just because mm -hmm. of the work that we have to do. The work wasn't there wasn't a lot of actual like like actual assignments. Uh, there wasn't a lot of tests. There wasn't a lot of anything for me this semester. It was just the work that I had to do was so much more like intense than other classes that i've had to do i've had to, i like i everything was super spaced out and it was super organized and uh there was never a day where i was going to be working on multiple things all like and have to get them done all in the same day just because of how my classes were this semester but every single day i would be working for for a few hours at least just on whatever assignment i'm working on just because of the fact that there was so much stuff with it it's it was it didn't seem like it was going to be a lot and all of a sudden it was and especially towards the end of the year and it's like oh. yeah. this this semester too it's weird because i agree i don't think it's the hardest semester i've ever had before but this semester is like the first time where I've had like actual, or I've I've been experiencing like actual burnout. Like mm -hmm. I've I've like usually burning out at the end of the semester stuff usually just hasn't been a problem for me, but it like hit hard this semester. Like I like when I meet up with like you or like other like our other friends and stuff to like study for stuff. I just I just lose. <laughs> I just my mind just goes way sooner than like it used to be. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 
flash a picture of Brandon out of his mind when we were at the KC, just had, putting his head down in despair. <laughs> have you seen that picture, Grace? I have not. I would love I it if you could send, send it to me. I will send you that right now. I'm throwing a third wheel chat. It wasn't taken by me. I was sitting right next to him, so I got the side profile of it. But I yeah, Brandon had said something, like slurred his words, and like was trying to like recuperate and then just slams his head into the, his arms on the table <laughs> slams his head down and on his ipad you can see there being circuits on <laughs> you can see that he's working on circuits and you could piece together everything i love oh, what's so bad about this picture is like he looks like a cop sci major and his hair is so long and overgrown <laughs> YouTube visual, you can go check that out. <laughs> you want to see sad Brandon? It's pretty good. Yeah. Burnout is something that everyone's going to experience, even the kids who enjoy school. Because I'm going to admit, I'm not one of those kids who enjoyed school. I liked going. Um, I liked going to school because I had a lot of friends. I went to a small school for most of my life, and now I'm at a big college. But it, like, I, I enjoyed going to school because I knew pretty much everybody. Uh, so it was just nice to be able to be around people. I went into high school, same thing. Plus, my old like all of my family went to the same high school, so all my siblings were there. So uh, like seniors and juniors, when I was a freshman, knew who I was. Staff members knew who I was. I was like uh, my other sibling's brother. They knew me as that before they knew me as, you know, Steven. So everything was super comfortable and going through classes was pretty easy because I had several of my friends in the same classes as me and it was kind of like repeat information and just getting a little bit more advanced one step at a time. Uh, especially with math. Math was pretty simple and pretty steady uh, in its increase once you start with geometry and go all the way to calculus. It's a pretty steady increase. Um, if you do good at just base algebra and base geometry, like you, you will do good up and like for a while um, if you you can maintain that. But it just other classes didn't increase sharply, weren't like a super steady increase. But like the environment was super nice and enjoyable, so I was able to stick with it. And that's not the case when you switch to a pinger mm -hmm. school. You're like, there's mm -hmm. 300 people here who also just don't want to be here, mm -hmm. as opposed to only 20 people who don't want to be there <laughs> it's such a different beast <clears throat> it, it is and i think that um at least for me i had uh because my first year when i first started the podcast i was away from home for the first time uh during my first year of college now in my second year of college i have been at home and been working full time and i can honestly say that the biggest piece of advice that helped me through that first year that was really really hard was my dad had told me, um, you know, everybody will tell you that college is going to be some of the best times of your life, and it will. But what's important that you need to know is that it will also be some of the hardest and loneliest times mm -hmm. as well. And you need to take care of yourself <clears throat> because they will happen. And it was, for me, it was very hard seeing so many of my friends from high school thriving, meeting new friends, joining clubs, doing and like accomplishing so many things that I wanted for myself. And I just, I wasn't doing that and I wasn't thriving. And so I think it's really important to emphasize that 
you know, nobody's experience is the same. And, you know, and sometimes you will be lonely and sometimes you will just be like, you know, partying and living it up. But mm -hmm. both are equally valid and normal college experiences, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, one of the most important things is that like, just understanding your mental health, no matter where you are, mental health problems exist all across the board. There's not just one area not one thing you don't have to be like a certain level of like sad or stressed uh and there are some people including myself who just don't know how to handle stress uh one thing that hits me at the end of every semester and every school year is just a really bad sickness because i can't i don't know how to let my body stress in a way that's healthy so it stores and builds throughout the entire course of the year i keep like pushing it off just ignoring it to the point where when it's all said and done, I realize just how stressed out I was and my body doesn't catch up to where my brain is. And so it's a combination of my brain just ignoring my body, telling it to kind of like slow down and take a break and take care of itself. And then when the, my brain actually listens, it realizes just how like sick uh, and stressed I was and then just allows that to pile on in one moment. So it's, it's no matter at, like, no matter where you are in the stage of uh, being stressed or in experiencing transition, and everything, it's important to, to understand it, that mental health is really important. It's not something that you just need to push away and shove, shove aside. And another, another important topic, um, similar to what you're saying is sometimes it's very hard to recognize when you need help or how to change things. And I am no expert and I still don't know how to solve a lot of my problems just because, you know, they, they've been there so long, they don't go away overnight. Mm -hmm. Finding a trusted friend, um, colleague, or, you know, just overall someone you can put, you know, trust and faith in is really, really helpful in being able to talk out those emotions. I know specifically, the way I first started that healing process is uh, when I was at Sonoma State, we had uh, a program called CAPS and it was uh, counseling, it, um, I forget the acronym, it was like counseling and um, something. <laughs> but basically it was, it was therapy for all students on campus that needed it. And um, <clears throat> I have met um, I, I was so against therapy um, in general because, you know, repress, repress, repress. And so I thought, you know, that was something you really have to keep like in family and, you know, you don't need to tell everybody your business, etc. And, you know, like I said, it kind of hit ahead in my uh, freshman college year. So I went to the CAP Center and I met with a woman who just really understood me and really connected with me. And I think the fact that she knew exactly what to say was very healing and very therapeutic for me, even though it did not solve my problems, because you never truly can like rely on somebody else to solve your problems. You need to do the work yourself. But having that support system is really, really helpful. And I say this from experience, if you're not feeling heard or validated from a therapist, please keep looking. I did not feel validated. And honestly, I was kind of traumatized by my first experience where 
I was being blamed for other things that were outside of my control and that deterred me for the longest time. And to those people that are struggling, I say push through. And of course, you know, therapy is very, you know, a privileged thing. Not everybody has access to it. And so, like I said, I really recommend that you check out your local programs and numbers. Um, for me, you know, my college, that was a free service to me, a federally owned school. So I do recommend you look into, you know, local and federal programs that may help you as well. Yeah. yeah. It's also just important to find that one person because, you know, like like you said, therapy is kind of a privilege and not everyone can afford it. And talking to a stranger may not seem like the most comfortable thing. I, I also see like the truth in talking to someone that knows nothing about you is the best way to get the most objective perspective, not objective, but outside, outside perspective. Because uh, if they have no idea anyone in the situation, and as long as you're being open and honest, there's only a few ways to interpret the, the actual story that happened. And mm -hmm. there's no bias or anything in that. But being able to find like one person that you can connect with and that you can share uh, important manners in your life, being able to talk to them about anything in your life, regardless of what, what it is, like having one person, even multiple people who you can just talk to about the things that are going on in your life and the stressful things and maybe some of like your your darkest moments and things like that is such a big help. Uh, one of the one of my friends that you uh, that people and I've talked about on the um, on the podcast, his name is Jake. Uh, we have like a video diary thing that we do whenever we get a chance to. It's pretty much it, it, it tends to be a daily thing, just one video a day where we talk about what's going on and things going on. And I've been friends with Jake since basically uh, since like first grade. Uh, I've, I've known him for pretty much my entire life. And once we like you declared uh, to be in a science major and I'm an engineer, uh, we weren't going to get a lot of classes and just in college in general, there's a lot of conflicting schedules and whatnot because choose your own class, pick your own path kind of thing. Um, but we maintain uh, connection even though we're at the same college just by doing video diaries through Snapchat and telling each other what's going on. And um, I've, I've talked to him about my poor dating record and, <laughs> and he's talked to me about his stress, uh, his stress in the, uh, in the you know, neuroscience department. So you can see how it's an equally, equally weighted conversation <laughs> of life yeah. problems. <laughs> But no matter what it is, it, um, jokes aside, no problem that you're facing, no, no stressor that's impacting your life is is too big to keep. It's like too small to keep to yourself, or too big to to tell other people. No matter what it is, being able to find someone to talk to is very important. That being said, something I do want to say, kind of a downer. Um, it's also very important going into therapy or talking to somebody and getting an objective opinion you are not always going to like what you hear, nor are, nor is your therapist or person you confide in like obliged or obligated to side with you. And I think that's really, really important for growth is really that sometimes you're not always the victim. You're not always, you know, the mm. person being like inflicted upon. Sometimes you are making mistakes and that's 
really hard. My biggest pill to swallow is, you know, stepping outside and realizing other people are human too. And it sounds very simple enough in, you know, that, like, obviously someone is a person, but it's much harder to do. And for me to be able to heal from a lot of my traumas and, you know, wrongdoings that have been done to me is realizing hurt people hurt people, you know? Yeah. Traumatized people yeah. end up traumatizing other people in trying to avoid what was done to them. But it happens in the opposite way, you know? And so I, yeah. I've I've learned that forgiveness is very, very hard because none of it was done with poor intention. And this is very specific to me. This is not invalidating anybody else's experience, but sometimes it's it's important to acknowledge that even though you were hurt, and of course there's no excuse for that, there usually is a reason behind it. It wasn't done out of malice or hurt. Usually it's done from a place of hurt from within that person. So just know sometimes you are not going to like the answers you hear, but it is going to help you grow as a person. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think, I think, I mean, at least I have said my piece, but if you guys have anything else to add, I'll leave it to you guys to finish this mini episode. Uh, well, just to put another kind of aspect to it, for me personally, stuff that uh, I think it's also important to just kind of find, I mean, if, if you're not able to find someone to talk to, I think it's also good to just kind of find other venues just to kind of like if you are feeling stressed or something like that like for me personally i've been wanting to like get in better shape and stuff so i i've been just kind of every day just been doing like little exercises and stuff like that like i got a pull-up bar and stuff like that and then i feel like just doing activity or just any honestly like any of your hobbies or anything like that i think those are important just kind of avenues to help with more specifically, I guess, pertaining to, like, stress and stuff like that. I mean, um, but, yeah, I, yeah, just having those kind of things just to kind of help. Just And it doesn't have to be anything big, I don't think. Like I said, the stuff I do is just a little bit, like, everyday sort of thing. But, I mean, it just kind of varies. But Yeah, finding ways to take care of yourself is really important. And one of the things that really defines... Uh, like a, a good way to take care of like mental health just without I guess not like it's not good to keep everything in yourself and and use that and like and just keep it to yourself and not share it but like being able to find a way to express your like express yourself through different hobbies and being able to release on different stress and tension in other hobbies and things one stuff like one thing that goes um around like instagram and stuff is uh like an audio that um is relating to different sports and it's just like when i am doing this the voices stop and everything's quiet and it's like your mind is going to be racing and the whole aspect of mental health is 
there's always going to be there's always like some problem there's always something going on and there's it, and it builds and it slowly builds and when you let it slowly build you'll get to the point where it's a lot but being able to like find something that you like and that you are into and that uh is a part of you and you can express yourself freely and normally through it is such a such a benefit and it's such a plus and also being able to come out of your comfort zone especially uh, when it comes to transitioning from colleges and or just schools in general is really important to be able to just kind of step out of uh, of your shell a little bit and let people just see you who for who you truly are and you know being able to to just try and try and just be yourself when uh, even though you know you you're you might be afraid of people judging you or whatnot it's just yeah it's a very important thing and mental health is something that people joke about a lot and uh if it, but it's 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 like something that everyone can relate to on one level or another but it is something that needs to be taken seriously i think humor is also kind of an outlet for some people whether it consider it healthy or not i think that's also just another reason yeah why it is joked about a lot but. well yeah there's nothing wrong with with having stress and being being stressed and being upset these these things they're they're looked upon you know they're considered negative emotions but there's nothing wrong with being in a state of sadness and uh and and stress like it's how you handle those situations that's really important being able to handle your stress and maintain your stress and uh being able to grow through um like sadness and uh and depression is something that is really important you can't have the good moments without knowing what the bad ones feel like it's the whole yin and yang aspect like one has to come with the other uh, and it's how you maintain the the it's how you maintain the relationship of both of them that's how you're gonna see like actual true development so i agree and um something that you know even i don't really like is acknowledging that health or not health uh stress is actually healthy we just need to learn how to manage it in better ways because when we let it build up or we don't, you know, deal with stress in the correct way, then it starts to become unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So you just need to learn how to read, like, what your body needs, what your mind needs. And it's a process. It takes time, trial and error. <laughs> Definitely. All right, well... Stay tuned for for more more episodes for Third Wheel Podcast. Um, and you know, thank you to everyone listening to just the episodes in the past. Thank you to everyone listening to today's episode. Uh, and just remember to take your mental health seriously. And it's uh, always good to find outlets um, to deal with everything that you're deal going through. Um, but but just make sure that you stay on top of your mental health. Once again, thank you to everyone listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed, and we hope that you guys uh, are doing well physically and mentally. Uh, it's very important to keep your mental health um, and monitor your mental health. Um, so I just hope that everyone out there is doing all right. 
Uh, remember that there are methods and outlets in which that you can relieve stress uh, and talk about your problems. If you don't have a trusted friend or uh, if you don't have uh, people in your life, there are always people that you can go find. Uh, there's online services. There's in-person services. There's ways to get help. Um, so I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves and taking care of your mental health. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed. And stay tuned for the next episode of our podcast.